0: Hey, it's Saturday, March twelfth, twenty twenty two, and this is episode four of the Slayers of Bottom Podcast. Hey, <laughs> I don't know
1: why we have power surges happening. I but. know
0: you guys probably just noticed a like, great fucking timing power surge. Yeah. Shit, thanks Biden. Well, no. <laughs> God, right? <laughs> that dude's causing all kinds of problems for everybody. It's apparently. Energy issues. Fuck. Oh, energy God, Jesus. Well, so what's up, man? We don't cut out. Uh, not much. <laughs> it's been know? a week. We're yeah. making this stuff up for you guys since you know we we missed one and then I got sick and all that shit. So we're in through a snowstorm, no less. Yeah, that's true. I drove out here in a snowstorm Candy for you people. Braved it. Yeah, braved mm. the storm. We appreciate. I do anyway. Hopefully yes. somebody does. Sure. <laughs> Well, hopefully, one of you twenty or what thirty listeners. Yeah, we're up there. Yeah, we got new. We got new setup now. You can see our faces a little bit more. I'm looking at uh, the monitor playback over there. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have gone like that. So, anybody that wants to edit this in a funny way, please feel free. It would be great. <laughs> I'll <laughs> help you
1: out. It won't. No, don't aid the situation. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh,
0: whatever. <laughs> anyway, so we told our limited Facebook audience that we are going to start talking about the uh, the the convoys, respectively, in Canada, which I think is done now. Yeah. And the one still going on in our country of the United States yes. for whatever reason. So, um, so to begin was the Canadian <laughs> convoy. That was the
1: Freedom Convoy. Was sure. what it was labeled. And that had 1,000 to 2,000 members. They, um, they pretty much all congregated at this, and in Ottawa, where mm-hmm. Ottawa kind of travels in, I don't know, I admit, bridge or whatever that, um, Situation was, but it, where it would come to the U.S. Ottawa is the
0: capital too for all of you people that don't. It is capital well, there you of go. Canada,
1: and um, so these truckers were blocking it, and uh, it was causing all kinds of supply chain issues and this and that because mm-hmm. they were trying to get out that they wanted uh, COVID restrictions to be lifted. And you know, I obviously don't agree for truckers, right? Yeah. All well, right. no, no, no. Across the board, Just in, general. Oh, in fight, general, fighting for their this people, the Freedom Convoy to yeah, make your the, own choice. Sure. Not have to get vaccinated if you don't want to, <laughs> and um, and then so, uh, the U.S. was like, Wow, look at them, you know, they seem to be getting it, so they tried to jump on board in a few different areas. Pennsylvania was one, there was a guy building the convoy, and uh, California built a real convoy,
0: yeah, and the one that has since arrived in our nation's capital, yes, correct? well, but the Beltway,
1: there's only there's hundreds so of them at best, and so they're just Kind of causing mild disruptions in traffic. Did
0: you hear that? Ted Cruz sucks. Yeah. Did you- <laughs> <laughs> what did that asshole say? Like, oh, God bless you. It's like, dude, just get the, f- just go home, man. Go back to fucking or Mac- wherever you were vacationing, Cancun, you stupid asshole. Stay yeah. there. No, Ted he's Cruz all about sucks.
1: It. <laughs> he's all about it. But um, so the Canadian one, like, I don't want to say that they had uh, a good point to make. But they uh, did it right in that they caused such an issue that the state had to
0: interfere, or the the nation had to intervene. They were successful. And they were fighting something that was still around, which I think, in my opinion, which we'll get to then, is the biggest difference between the two.
1: Yeah, this is like organized late January, early February against all the regulations coming out due to Omicron, which were safety and cautious precautions. Um, Omicron turned out to be a lesser lethal situation, but. Uh, you know, so to them, I, I honestly believe that the Canadian truckers feel like they made a big difference because as their situation got, you know, winded down, also did restrictions naturally. And mm. they were like, look at what we've done. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, no, you just don't follow science.
0: Yeah, I uh, I just, I don't, I don't understand. The whole thing to me that I don't understand is that, I mean, this it's just not a protest to get behind. It's more disruptive than... It's just disruptive. And that's what it did. It disrupted and, the and, car okay, so, industry. So they accomplished, yeah, and they accomplished their goals, but it's, they, they, I don't know. It's just absurd to me, and I don't.
1: They accomplished their goals to the point that Trudeau had to put an, um what's that called? A, not an emergency order. A, um, uh, when the president, like, is it an emergency uh, order? An executive order? Executive order. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah, he had to do that. And that's the first time in, in Canadian history that they put this executive order in that allowed the cops to go in, because they had blow up. Uh, like and, bounce and houses, they had a camp tent
0: area. So that's just, kind of funny.
1: I mean, it's funny, and like I said, I mean, if it was. But four, it's
0: all and they're probably spreading COVID to one another as well. Yeah, more. But than I likely. mean, but look, what I would ask them is like, are you are you proud of that? Like, are you proud of how you inconvenienced a bunch of people to make a point? Like, there were I mean, people
1: in the U.S. that weren't working because there wasn't supplies to do so. So they disrupted our economic environment which is it, mind-boggling why the right would be all about this you know what i mean that they're, they're, they're all about I, business and, and things running as normal they do it
0: all under the guise of patriotism That's and freedom is. and i just don't understand that he'd be proud of any like this is just a quick side note but i, I had a co-worker that say like you know if trump's people really would have stormed the capitol there wouldn't be anything left and i'm like and you're proud of that like you're proud of them destroying it like what the fuck man you know what i mean like sh- I, I just don't understand like what like and again like there's uh, I, did, I told myself I didn't want to get into this, but it's hilarious because The Daily Show basically swapped Fox News complaining about all of the, um, the Black Lives Matter protests, but then just putting trucker footage behind it because it's yeah. just, you know, they're complaining about why don't these people go to work? Like, every American wakes up and, you know, they go to work and they're good capitalists and all that <laughs> bullshit, but it's the same thing with the truckers, man, and think about it. This is something that's been going on for a long time. It's disrupting lives, and they're talking... The Black Lives Matter is a response to the abuse of lives and trying to make things better for people. All you're doing is just inconveniencing everyone and pissing people off. As if you have 30 seconds and you want to listen to this, it's pretty funny. It's a lot of expletives and stuff. But here's a Canadian from Ottawa yelling at these assholes. Hey, just to make sure it's clear, fuck you, shut up. Shut up and go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Fuck, I don't give a fuck, man. I don't give a fuck about you. Go the fuck home. Shit. Walk around and look fucking party up And look. Like I'm sorry, did, but again, like I, I know they're different countries and stuff like that, but Fox News still using the same thing for at least the US Freedom Convoy, like or at least the, the, the thing that The Daily Show did was hilarious because, I mean, you don't see people, like, aside from, like, Rittenhouse, who just, instead of just being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and, like, showing his, you know, his opinion, he decided to bring out a fucking weapon and, like, start walking around with it and end up killing two people. But anyways, like, you don't, like, if you're going to make that analogy, I mean, at least, like, this guy was annoyed. That's all this is. It's a fucking annoyance. And Black Lives Matter is a lot different than that. Like, that's that's revolutionary. That's important. That's trying to, like, actually create change. And because the mandates, in and of themselves, are trying to do the same thing—they're trying to help people, They're trying to do what's right for humanity and get us past all of this shit—and we're already dealing with the fact that you know the economy has been rough. Everybody's staying at home. Everybody wants to get out because of COVID and everything. And you just come and do this shit—it's just fucking ridiculous.
1: It doesn't make any sense. How you can have? I'm sorry, be simple about it, but it's just ridiculous. A <laughs> thousand to two thousand truckers joined in on the t- on the Canadian scenario, and they—how that many people have no one with immunocompromised systems in their
0: family? You know, like, do they just not care? It's just, uh, I don't you know. know. there's, I know some people have lost family members and their family members didn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just wrote it out till the end. And I mean, I, can't, I can always respect somebody that, like, has has, has the gusto or the, uh, the, like, that much conviction to really believe in something, but it's still ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you lost your life over it. And, and it's a shame. A lot, a lot of people that have these convictions, again, have, you know, a lot of guns <laughs> have a lot of anger and a lot of um, misunderstanding of like science. And, and it might just just be outright just the denial of it, you know, and I, I mean, just I just don't get it. The anti-intellectualism, it just doesn't make sense to me. And this this isn't the way to really do things. No, of course not. It's, it's just it's it makes me laugh. More than anything, like I was saying earlier, I know I got a little more serious than I wanted to, but like <laughs> it's just, especially when we get to the US one, it's just, oh man, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't understand. So, the
1: Freedom Convoy 1000-2000 blocked this, uh, this Ottawa uh scenario where they it, it disrupted our supply lines for all our Michigan was in in shattered Oh, need absolutely, yeah, that would, that would make sense. Sure. Um, so the automobile industry was taken down a little bit by it. Uh, Trudeau stepped in and that's been quelled. So the People's uh, Convoy is the U.S. one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the the first uh, one was out of PA, and um, you know the, I don't know everything about it, but the guy that organized it had hundreds of people that were supposed to show up, and literally no one showed up. Mm-hmm. So there's talks that that was probably Russian bots promoting that situation, <laughs> but um, yeah, he had one, and then the actual People's Convoy that came out of California, cross-country, Wanted to be there for the State of the Union address to disrupt that had so many uh, problems logistical problems along the way that they didn't make it in time, but they're a little late and they decide you know what we're just gonna circle it, just cause problems for Circling traffic. The Beltway,
0: probably as we speak. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, yeah. It this is, is the funny one. It's the U.S. I mean, definitely top notch for making a lot fucking funnier. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, could you could you pick a better freaking time to do this than when gas prices are high? <laughs> I mean, like, come on. It's the worst plan. It just, it just like, like somebody, somebody had said to me, it was just like, you know, it's like opening up the drawer to get something out of it and just, like, deliberately slamming your dick in the drawer to, like, make some sort of fucking point. I don't know that you slammed your dick and it hurts. now. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and a lot of these charities asking for money, you know, money to keep this Freedom Convoy going is so they can get fucking gas. Yeah. You want to drive trucks and diesels and all these, like, gas-guzzling vehicles when gas is, when even just 87 is fucking, like, five bucks? Five I bucks? mean, yeah. I don't... It doesn't make sense. It just makes me fucking laugh, and I don't. And at this point, most of the mandates, aside from what Hawaii, are pretty much gone. So what are you protesting? Well, they're
1: protesting the uh, the the the, vac- the vaccine mandate, oh. which keeps them from doing their job because they don't want to sure. get vaccinated.
0: But so there is that that layer of you know they, they don't. So understand they're willing to vaccines. lose their job over it at that point. So yeah. okay, that that makes sense. And I thought I thought the vaccine mandates at, at this point were just for federal workers and. Uh, for, like, health workers. At least it's, it's heading towards that point, isn't it? I mean, obviously, health workers, you need to... I mean, you're around sick people all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I just... It, there's no... There's no actual reason for there it. There is no actual reason. And that's why the U.S. one is so much funnier than the Canadian one. Because, I mean, even though we think their reasoning is ridiculous, at least there was still stuff in effect by their government that they were trying to protest. Which I don't even think it was the federal government in Canada. I think it was like uh, it was, like, provincial... In a lot of areas. I don't even know if it was, like, federally. There was one dude that was flipping out in the street about it. I wanted to get some of his audio as well, but I didn't in the interest of time. But uh, either way, the U.S. one, I just, I don't get it. I don't know what they're doing. They're just getting a lot of people flipping them off, which is hilarious.
1: What was interesting, and uh, maybe aside, now we may just bypass it, but was that um, the Canadian uh, Freedom Convoy got funding from uh, Kickstarter. And then Kickstarter said, "No, no, no, we're not, we're not helping this. As you know, this isn't um, doing anything." They shut them down, and so they went to GoFundMe. GoFundMe did the same thing, mm-hmm. shut them down, and so they went to crypto. And then Canadian uh, Parliament shut down their crypto wallets oh. to to allow them not to get in there. And um, you know, a lot of people were up in arms, not to get too much into cryptocurrency no, well, tell and decentralization. Me about that. But there's uh,
0: supposed to be decentralized, so they shouldn't be able to do that, right? They shouldn't
1: be able to do that. And if they knew about cold storage, they wouldn't have been able to do that. But they, um, you know, these are a bunch of truckers trying not to get vaccinated. I don't, I doubt (laughs) they understand the intricacies of cryptocurrency. But I may be, uh, you know, lumping together there. Either way, uh, cold storage is the way to go if you want to not have for that decentralization. Um, but that that was the avenue I didn't want to go down. Yeah, is what I'm, I'm talking about. Tech, tech I'm sure we'll have. We'll
0: sure we'll have a podcast about that one. Yeah, well,
1: maybe just check out Bitknuckles Bit. Up. You'll get everything Bit you need.
0: Bit knuckles Up. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> that, that's my other channel where I yeah. do talk about crypto, and I make music. Length. Razzle Music Productions. If you give a shit. Yeah, which you should because it's good. Yeah, but um, long
1: story short is um, that because my mother is a big fan of the Convoy, and she was very upset that their their crypto wallets were shut down from my constant. Uh, at her about crypto she was like how's that possible and then i had to explain to her the cold storage but it is interesting that even the world is saying like your cause is stupid stop it (laughs) Um, and the funding was coming from primarily or primarily uh, republican donors all from the u.s funding the canadian convoy uh, which i found was interesting even though you know their, their points are moot and ridiculous
0: and and with the exception of some of these legislatures um, or legislators such as uh, you know Marjorie Taylor Greene, like they're just complete fucking hmm. idiots. I, I can favorite. guarantee you these people that you vote for that are funding these convoys probably think they're absurd as well, but they're just trying to get you to vote for them so things can continue to be fucking ridiculous. Almost sure, most definitely. Exactly I'm telling right. you, man, I guarantee you every member you voted for is fucking vaccinated. Trust me. All your Fox News friends are vaccinated, too. And I'm sorry I'm attacking everybody right now because, you know, I want to hear from conservatives. I want to hear. I, I do. I want to be your friend. I just want to I just want you to understand some things. That's all. And mm-hmm. so let's hear from one man. This, this is this man's reasoning in Hagerstown. Um, he, this, he was uh, outside of Hagerstown earlier this week from News channel. And this was his reasoning for the convoy. And this is going to segue into the next thing that we are going to talk about.
1: About us getting our freedoms back. I mean, the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates. I mean, look at our fuel prices
0: right now. <laughs> okay, so fuel prices. Again, we talk. <laughs> look at our fuel prices right now. It's not here. <laughs> Look at our fuel fuel prices right now. So let's go and drive around on the beltway and waste gas and fuel. I just <laughs> twelve miles per gallon on those motherfuckers. Yeah, that that's. I'm taking. I'm taking a moment. Those hypocritical bullshit. I'm taking a moment to try and for for what, for what the death of I don't know just what common sense or something right there. I mean, what the fuck? But anyways, we talked about gas prices last week a little bit. There again, there I'm there's there's so much blame to go around, but what people refuse to see is again, all of that blame, how it should be distributed evenly and who who is really, you know, the main culprit of all this. And like I said, you you can blame Biden insofar as the fact that he puts pressure on these oil companies with green energy policies, which, like, let's just face it. I'm sorry you love your diesel truck, but whether you want to accept it or not, with your, you know, anti-intellectualism bullshit, man-made climate change is real, and it's a problem, and it's going to be a problem for most likely my kids and my grandchildren more than us. So let's try and fucking care about it, dude. I'm I'm serious. For real. So when... When you have a president like that that has that type of agenda, which, in my opinion, is the right agenda, and we can argue about it, whatever, but it puts a lot of pressure on the oil companies, right, to try and make as much money as they did last year, which is the highest profits they've had in, I think, pretty much forever. Yep. So... Let's also talk about that uh, Exxon, Chevron, and the other one I can't think of the name of, they all have... I just looked at it, to dude. It's huge, such a ridiculous. Exxon yeah. Exxon these, and Chevron are the ones yes, people will recognize. These three companies are not producing oil on fifty percent of the land that was leased to them, around fifty percent of the land that was leased to them to to do so. So again, you produce oil, you create supply, more supply that can lower prices. They are keeping the supply down da- yes. Is up. <laughs> They're keeping the supply down. <laughs> So that means less oil to distribute for everybody. And we all know how much we rely on that for everything, at least capitalism, our, our, our greatest friend capitalism. And when you have a low supply, you can drive prices up, okay? And Biden, to a point, could and probably should do something more about it. But either way, this this is nothing more than really the greed of big oil, oil tycoons and fucking billionaires. They're trying to make they're trying to meet their bottom line. They're not creating the supply that they've been leased and allowed to do. And this is the reason that we have got high high gas prices. Like, you need to direct the blame, again, as usual, at the people who could do real change with their money and help, I mean, our half a million homeless, help bring down gas prices, help um, healthcare and all the issues there. But they don't because everybody, once once you speak anything about billionaires or, like, capitalist bigwigs spending any type of money, it's all socialism and communism. Yeah. But, like, do we care about our country and our people or not? Do we care about the fact that our middle class and our poor class, I hate to get into classism but they they all have to drive places too to get their jobs. They're the ones that are paying it out the ass for yeah. this type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's its not the people that are billionaires. They don't have to worry. It doesn't matter how much prices fluctuate for them. You know what I mean? These are the people that are creating legislation. They are true oligarchs, just like in Russia. They are people that have high political sway and influence, and they control our country, yeah. the
1: 1%. You look at corporations, Exxon, Chevron, the, the third, whatever that other <laughs> one was, um, like he said, record profits last year. This isn't just like, like I, uh, I said in the last cast, was that's like, uh, what was it? Um, but just that record, the word record is being just diluted anymore. And um,
0: what was the word? Tons for the, of unprecedented things. Going unprecedented.
1: On. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Now like,
0: there's now there's precedence for the highest profits ever, and they're on track to make even more and, and, and set more. But those precedence.
1: words are just, they don't mean anything anymore because they're said so often that they don't yeah. have the punch that they're supposed to have. Record profits last year means that company is flourishing if there is a lack of supply maybe they could take a mild hit not get record profits next sure. year and the world would be better but they won't do that because we don't make them do that and that's where the problem is people want to talk about the keystone pipeline like that's the fox news angle sure. the keystone pipeline is which really- would
0: not have been not even have been is, it's the keystone x the xl is the portion that is not like the keystone pipeline is already running the oh, XL portion I mean, is not up and running. The XL portion is the one that would come down through our country, and that's the one that that Biden put a stop to. And yeah. even if he hadn't, it would not have been operational right now. And like I said last, week, we were matter. saying last week, it's it would yield it wouldn't yield a lower a lower cost product. Okay, like you wouldn't be paying less.
1: Understanding supply and demand is very basic. Where yeah. there's supply, there where, where there's supply, there's less demand. Where there's less supply, there's more demand. Exactly. A pipeline that we already have connection to doesn't create more supply. It doesn't. It might make it move faster for that corporation to make more money, but it doesn't make more uh, oil available. It's the it's that crudest oil, whatever that, the tar sands. The the, it's the worst case scenario. And yeah, it's it's, it's, it's and unnecessary. It's, but people want to use it as a talking point, and it isn't one. It's null and void. We already get that oil. We could make it better for that corporation to make more money, but it's not going to change anything. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not going to change our prices at all to open that 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 lineup. And yeah, I
0: mean, they're going to have to make up the cost to refine that oil, which makes it and produce it and stuff, which yeah. makes it more we expensive for it. that company. And we all know that if they're going to be spending all kinds of money and stuff, they got to make those profits up somehow. And where are they going to do it? Out of our pockets at the fucking pump every time. It's not. <laughs> This, we are such a divided country right now over things that the powers that be these people want us to be divided over. And I'm not even like Democrats, Republicans, whatever, man. I don't give a fuck about any of that. What I'm talking about is, is again, oligarchs that want us fighting over things like border control and mandates and universal vaccines, healthcare. universal health care. What's going on at your fucking local school board? Yeah. Like they want us fighting and <laughs> arguing over that shit. Well, they rake in record profits.
1: And add, it, sit, add it. to the cast. And
0: sit on their yachts all fucking day and enjoy life. I mean, and these are the people that are greasing palms and exchanging money with our legislators, on the right and the left. The problem is, it's just things are all about like, like the way you, the way we see our politicians ostensibly. Like for some reason, on the surface, a lot of Republicans just seem to want to be blatant assholes, and in a lot of cases, racist. And I'm like, God, oh, we get to have. I'm sure you want to yell at us for that, but we can go all fucking day about that. <laughs> Racist fucking assholes, and at least you know Democrats to a point at least ostensibly want to act like they're trying to fucking help people. You know Biden will make a great he made a great speech back in the latest John Oliver, which all of you should watch. It's just phenomenal, phenomenal, excellent show, well researched. Um, I I know they work with ProPublica. ProPublica, in my opinion, again, if you don't want to like watch us, and if you want something a little more intelligent or well researched, we're very well researched. Fuck you. Yeah. Check out like ProPublica; kind of anyway. they have great articles. Um, but again, th- this isn't um, the point I was trying to make. I've probably already forgotten because I started talking about ProPublica. But it's a great show to watch. And what John Oliver, <laughs> <laughs> what John Oliver was saying was um, in regards to the uh, Biden. He there was something about it. They were talking about on un, like unlawful people that were in jail for too long and should be like. Um, it was basically like the justice system again, another one of those episodes. And Joe Biden who was like up there when he was in a when he was in Congress, just like rallying against it and all that stuff, like, you know, grandstanding and whatnot. And then he fucking voted for it anyways. So I mean, again, don't think that we're like super Joe Biden fans over here either. No. Cause we're definitely he promised
1: not. to to null and void uh, student loans. Yeah. And what did you do? Absolutely. A lot of left. our
0: generation is struggling with that. My dumb ass didn't go to college like I should have. i don't have student I loans. I paid off and, my student loans. And good I feel
1: advocate for them to be gone because sure. it was a predatory system when I was in it. Yeah. yeah. I was able to pay it off, but not everybody is. And I didn't go for something that was, that was huge. You know, my loans weren't astronomical, but I do know that the, the art Institute of Philadelphia was offering, um, you know, graphic design degrees for $90,000 was their bill. $90,000 in a time, at least this is like 2005 to 2010 mm-hmm. when God, really. graphic designers were pff, abundant. You mm-hmm. know, P- that was what people were doing because yeah. it was fun. It was able to be, you could make some money on it. So they 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 know they're not going to make 90,000 a year out, out the gate. They know sure. that. How could you have a tuition that's going to be three times what you're going to make out the gate? You're, you're with it like 6%, 9%, um, APR, it's just insane. That's Ooh. a predatory system. It was, Jesus. it was designed to fuck you. And you know the, how I saw it when I was in class or in college was the the books was the, the textbooks because you could buy. You would go with your, you get your huge student loan. I get like three thousand dollars for sure. three months. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I've never I never. So I'd go into the bookstore and I'm gonna grab my 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 textbook for math, my textbook for whatever, and I pile them up. And when I go up there, it's seven hundred and sixty dollars for four books. And I'm like, well, yeah, whatever. I got three thousand dollars. You know that that's part of it. And yeah. then when at the end of the semester, you could go send sell your book back. Well, you go sell your book back, and you get sixty bucks, forty bucks, the actual value of the book you get back. Yeah, they charge you four hundred dollars yeah. for the sure. F and book. And that's that's the system, you know, because we, what do I know? I just got a lump sum of money given to me that I've never experienced. They didn't teach me any financial education in my high school, yeah, so I don't I mean, know what the fuck my I'm My parents taught me
0: how to do something as simple as balance a fucking checkbook. Yeah, mm.
1: I barely knew how to fill it out properly, which yeah. one was the account number. And now, sure. it, it's, you know, that, that's just like the, the smallest situation to show you how the whole system was ridiculously corrupt against the student. It's designed to make you fail, default on your loans. Why isn't the school a cosigner on your loan? Why, that's that's bar none to me. Like, sure. if you're investing in my abilities, you should be investing in the institution that's going to give
0: me my abilities' yeah. flourishment. And you know, that drives that's me crazy. That's a good point. I never thought of that. But, uh, it, it, but it, it, I mean, this this is a component to to our entire society. Like, I mean, student loans, everything. This is just this is people that have the power to set these, especially all these hidden fucking fees and bullshit. It's such bullshit, oh, dude. It's ridiculous. People make money off so much nonsense in this country, but. This this is the way that small people, again, us being small people that are just, you know, middle class, lower class, whatever. Paycheck to paycheck. Getting paycheck by. to paycheck that are just, I mean, this is how we get taken advantage of. And again, you're right. We don't learn any of these things. I don't even know what the hell kids are going to be learning in high school now. No, I, I can't. I, I, it, it's unfathomable <laughs> to me that we don't teach financial
1: education on the most b- like bare bones essential stuff, yeah. you know, it's like the understanding same thing with certain healthcare. terminology. How are you going to get into? How are you going to understand your four hundred and one k at your first job? Maybe you don't go to college out the gate. You don't even understand how four hundred and one ks work. How long that yeah. lockup period is? How you don't. Stupid you it don't is. want. You don't want. <laughs>
0: you don't want. You don't want smart, healthy people. You know, you don't want to mm. educate them to be ready. You don't want to give them the health care they need to be healthy. You don't want to give them the education they need to grow into prosperous adults. And, and I just, I don't get it. Is that what we're supposed to do in America? Yeah. But I, people found one way to, like, hoard the wealth, and the only way they're going to control that is by oh, all kinds of means of manipula- manipulation. We're a consumerist society that is afraid of a lot of things that they prey on and get us yelling at each other for. Instead of focusing on, you know, what the real issue is, which, in my opinion, is people that hoard wealth and create legislation. Yeah. And, are most of our politicians? I mean, I don't, there's not I don't one know.
1: oligarch yeah. from Russia that has more money than Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or Elon Musk. We just refer to them as billionaires because we coddle them and praise them as attainable wealth within our generation, within our lifetime. And none <laughs> of that's true. They are oligarchs. They make their money nefariously. I mean, Amazon, they're, they're, the way they make money is hypothetically, you come out with a sweet ass. Uh, you know, I don't even know, shaving, shaving situation, something to shave your face with. If it's good, then they'll put it out and they'll put it out for less than you're offering, even if they lose money hmm. until you're dead. Yeah. And then they raise the price <laughs> up. That's what they've done since they were a bookstore. Now they are a world commerce most rich man in the world because of this monopolistic practice. Elon Musk, you think he makes money off his electric cars? He doesn't. He sells his carbon offsets because he is a green company. All the polluting companies out there, they can't change their ways, so they just use their money and their coffers to buy carbon offsets, which allow them to be more polluting. Those carbon offsets are bought from Elon Musk. This is where he makes all his money. Look at his output for his electric cars. He doesn't make his money off his electric cars or any of his technology, which is all fantastic. And I love what he's doing on that side. But what he does on the other side disgusts me. And it creates an ecosystem that keeps him wealthy on the backs of the earth.
0: The point is exactly the point is our capitalistic system is designed that you can't achieve this amount of wealth without shitting all over some, I mean this individual wealth, individual people that are worth this much money. You can't tell me that they attained all of that wealth Without fucking shitting all over somebody, they didn't. Whether the the environment, which affects everybody, is shitting all over their employees. In Amazon's case, shitting all over small businesses. In Amazon's case, I mean, and the, this and the loans
1: they get out the gate to even yeah. get started from
0: their rich families. And and there's nothing that our government does about this stuff. And that's that's the fucking problem. These are the issues that we need to be focusing on. Like everybody would be happier if their quality of life went up. And in a capitalistic society, which we are fucking thrust into and stuck in right now. Your quality of life will go up if you have more money. I'm sorry. The money doesn't create happiness. Shut the fuck up. Yes, it It does. It does. It does. It absolutely fucking does. And there's and there's nothing wrong with distributing a little bit more when you can for the, for the better of our country. And this isn't communism. This isn't social. And this is, this is people that are hoarding wealth. They make enough money off the backs of ordinary people that they should give a little bit back. It's just common fucking courtesy at this point. When you really think about it, their lives, their wealth, their lifestyle is not going to fucking change. They can collectively take care of 500 million homeless people, at least give them a place to live and get them started. They can easily do that and not, it'd be like fucking taking a fucking couple drops of whiz in the fucking toilet for them, dude.
1: One less trip to the atmosphere. Yeah, I
0: mean, these are people that can wipe their ass with $100 bills every time they take a shit. Their whole fucking family, their whole company, Amazon, could do. They could give their fucking people $100 bills to wipe their asses with in their non-existent bathroom breaks, and they'll fucking still be making money. Hemorrhaging money.
1: I saw something recently, and I may butcher it, but it was that, um, like, a million seconds is 11 minutes, but a billion seconds is 31 years. yeah. Like, imagine that analogy. Yeah, in, 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 in currency. Like you can't spend that fast enough, especially if you put it in... Like, I barely know what I'm doing financially, but I do know to take my money and put it into interest-earning accounts to make my money work for me. If I had, luc- like, a lot of money mm-hmm. and putting it in these simple accounts, the amount of money you make by just sitting, by just holding yeah. on to cash, <clears throat> like, that's why it's just... It's it's mind-boggling. We, we, we coddle these mil- these billionaires when their demise would mean so much more to this country because their wealth would be dispersed.
0: Yeah, and and when you say demise, I mean, they they wouldn't it wouldn't even come to utter demise for them. I mean, trust I meant, me, death. these people.
1: I was being, I oh. was, I, like, eat the rich. Like, fuck oh. these guys, kill them off because they, they hoard way too much wealth and it would disseminate throughout the people. It might go to their shitty family members, but it still would start to get Straight disseminated. Straight up
0: slaying.
1: Eat the rich, dude. I yeah. live by it 100% because they are just, they are suckling off our teats and we can't do shit about it. Murder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too much, maybe. I don't know. The no, slayers of boredom does not advocate murder. Yes, that's true. Anyways, um, I'm a fucking Prime member, man. I'll sit here and admit it. I am. I have a son who loves toys, and I like to make him happy. You know what I mean? There's, I, I like to make art and stuff. I get my little koi wooden models from there and stuff like that because it's convenient. I mean, it's a convenience that, that yes, I take part in, and... It shames me to the point because I just don't understand, like... I mean, it, it is it is important to my household right now. I don't want to sound like a, you know, consumerist... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, materialist, but... It, it, it it's just, part of life. It is part of life, and and there's just... Again, like you were saying, no one person can spend their hundreds of billion dollars in a lifetime, but the change they can make with that money can benefit a lot more than just one person. Yeah. And to me... I'm appealing to humanity. I'm appealing to oh the humanity of Jeff Bezos. Breathe them out. It's easy. <laughs> Burps are funny, man. Whatever. And every once in a while, you got to have an inebriated cast. Just a little bit. I'm a little bit inebriated. It's fine. It's true. But again, there's there's... I'm appealing to humanity. I'm appealing to idealism things like people, people just want to shoot down idealism all the time, especially in a capitalistic society. I hear a lot of like, that's just the way things are, or, you know, that's just the way humans are like they're intrinsically evil or they're just, they're greedy to begin with, or I mean, yeah, I agree with that to a point, but not, not all of us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, Well, you put us in a
1: dark room with no resources, and yeah, we'll revert back to our primordial... Yeah, you'll kill to survive, I mean... But we're not talking about that now. We We have
0: resources. We've we've achieved uh, civilization, if you would, and it's... it's, A representation of it, anyway. Yeah, sure, I mean, at least this country, but again, this... this, this, They'll have you believe this is the only civilized country in the world. (laughs) Get the fuck (laughs) out of here, man. We hate each other here. It's sad. It's angry, it's tense. And we're angry too. We're just as angry as you truckers. I just feel like, you know, not to not to sound, I don't, I don't ever want to sound like I'm talking down to anybody, but like we're, we, our, our side, if you have to start using sides, we are trying to approach things with like facts and reason and trying to see the big picture. Things are not as myopic as you want them to be. You know what I mean? It's not it's not every, you know, immigrant's fault that you don't have a job right now, you know? It's it's not Joe Biden's fault that the gas prices are high. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's things there there's a much larger picture to everything and when you look at everything through such through such a narrow lens and that's all you're going to see and you're going to be afraid of everything else. You're going to be and, distracted and, and by the And prog- progress will never We'll, we'll never be good with you. You're never going to, you know, like, it's just, there's, there's a process out there of providing just small snippets of
1: large information to grab your attention there. It's the shiny, you know, don't pay attention. It's the magician, the yeah. illusion, you know, that, like we'll we'll talk about the convoy for just enough time. And then uh, now the Russia Ukraine war is hard to bring into this because that's so global. And so in your face and you should see it all the time, hopefully. Yeah. But when, when there isn't something so global as the pandemic or the, or the, the Russian war, then they're just going to throw up these little things that are going to keep your attention just long enough. Headlines. And that's it. And then mm-hmm. you move on to the next thing because you're not focusing on the bigger picture and why you are upset for real. You know, yeah, there's tons of little things that are, 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 are egging in these upset notions. But overall, you're upset because of money, more than likely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And you don't have enough or you don't have it where you need it or you don't like where it's going. And it's all money oriented. So focus on where the money's going. Focus on who has the most amounts of that money. And you'll start to see the, the way it works. You know, when you say 1% is concentrated at the top, that's ridiculous. That's painfully obvious. We have all the data to show us that 1% of America's wealth is all in this, this, the top, you mm-hmm. know, is, or, or or all of America's wealth is concentrated in that 1% at the top. And that, that's to everybody should be like, oh, OK, it's, it's make a fucking change because like we one, need it.
0: The one percent owns about half of the wealth that the bottom half of the country. It's something like that. I can I can never remember. this. It's
1: unreal. Look at your yeah, bank account.
0: I mean, seriously. Yeah. When, if you have a
1: million dollars. Great. Fantastic. That doesn't affect me in the least. I hope you make more. its yeah. I'm talking about billionaires. Yeah, The
0: ultra, ultra rich.
1: Yeah. I don't care if you've – because you can become a millionaire in this this country. You can make great wealth with the right moves and the right family, but you you can't make a billion. You can't. Those days are done. The people that have – A little bit of luck. Have screwed their way to the top, and we need to take back from them, I feel. But what do you do?
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure – I mean, Jay-Z worked his way from the top. He and Beyonce are probably billionaires on their own. I know Dre is, he did it all on his own. I mean, there are a select few, sure. There are some billionaires, but again, that doesn't mean that certain people were, to get that, to achieve that amount, that amount of wealth, like somebody had to get fucked over along the way. I know that's very vague and it's just like a simple way to just kind of like dismiss it to like the people that just want to go pro-capitalism, pro-capitalism, they worked hard for everything. But literally, when, when you think about it, I mean like, how, how, how much do you pay for a fucking concert ticket? You know what I mean? like to to a shitload of fucking money just to see to just for like this one moment and the amount of fucking money that people rake in from that the the artists and performers i mean it does it does separate there is that caste system i mean a lot of it is also affected by race as well but but we're just speaking like specifically about just trying to it's Classics. so hard to ke- it's so hard to keep that factor racism out of it because it's so it's such a huge component to to wealth in this country.
1: Yeah. Just think about it as like there's a line but, where if you give somebody $600, they're either going to spend it on all the shit they need or they're going to hoard it and make more money off of it. Yeah. And that that's the line that needs to be lowered.
0: Basically, yeah, you're right. That that's a perfect point. That's that's the whole paycheck to paycheck thing. Like there's I mean, again, when you appeal to humanity, you think about it, there's no people that there's there's nobody that shouldn't be able to save a little bit for retirement from yep. their paycheck. You know what I mean? Fuck. There's, there's no reason why anybody should be homeless or hungry in this country.
1: Again, you're getting to utopia stuff. There is sure. reasons for all of that. But where you come where, where I'm coming from is just not too long I, ago I'm just our parents from a humanities oh, perspective. Like I just
0: don't uh, think that's necessary to uh, continue.
1: You could do uh, there's enough empty housing in Harrisburg alone to house all sure. the homeless in Harrisburg alone. But you know, that's a whole other argument. Um, but what I'm saying is like, you know, a few, not a few years ago, my, boomers, parent, my parents, you know, your yeah. parents, yeah. that generation was able to live off like one major breadwinner and have three kids. Imagine that today. One major breadwinner while the, I don't know, I don't have to say the wife, while one significant other stays home and makes, uh, you know, does all the home stuff for those three children. Mm-hmm. That, that was attainable. That was doable. Now, impossible.
0: Yeah. And that's I mean, just, I've, I've. I'm in perfect situation right there. Like, my second kid's on the way. I'm proud to say my wife makes more money than I do. She has a great job. She went to school for it. She deserves it. And even though she works from home, it's tough dealing with our almost three-year-old right now. We send him to daycare. She can get her work done most of the time. But, I mean, that's expensive. And How huge gonna... would a daycare free be for you? Oh, my God, dude. Daycare right now, just for Owen. A lot. I mean, his name it's is Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, you can bleep that out in post, yeah, uh, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> um, is on a we pay every Thursday, so on some months where there are um four Thursdays, I mean, where it's one hundred ninety three a week. So look at that right there. That's at least 800, 800 some fricking dollars. You know what that's I mean? Crazy. Like it's insane. And how and that's for one be? child three days a week. Three days a week. That's just three days a week. So, so so when when my next child is born and he he or she will have to go to daycare. Because my wife and I have to work to pay our bills. We live in a very modest Cape Cod house. You know, it's three bedroom just because the old, old sellers, uh, furnish the upstairs and that's our bedroom. But it's, it's small, man. It's, it's a nice little house, whatever that's I'm nice. happy about it, it yeah, but yeah. it's small for a growing family and we need two incomes to pay for it. Um, so, I mean, I guess at, at some point, and it is cheaper for an infant. So when our new child starts going to daycare, did I say cheaper? It's more expensive. I'm sorry. Um, it'll be more expensive. So you add that onto that. And then my current child's tuition, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, it, I really don't. And, and it's, you know, what, what,
1: what, does it hurt? I don't know who everyone's paying taxes, but I don't know who would be like, you know, I'd rather my taxes not go towards the education of youth. Like free daycare is not a big deal. And it would open up not only a situation for you to have a little more money, have a little more savings, a little more, you know, uh, life expectancy, to be honest, Oh, so um,
0: much, dude. We would have moved out a long time ago. Um, we imagine a, little, a paid our car off.
1: Uh, imagine a, a more destitute situation where the parents don't even have the jobs yet, but they have yeah. two kids to have free daycare. You know that they can go get the jobs and they can start to make money. And and you know, this has been offered by the Democrats. Uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have both promoted it. And why that hasn't happened yet blows my mind. is their mind.
0: favorite talking point? Who's gonna pay for it?
1: We will. Take it away from the our, as we've said before. If people before, pay their fair share, our military in taxes, would, budget is
0: more than the last ten countries combined. And and can we can we explain? Just go over a military budget one. real quick. Our military budget doesn't necessarily make us safer. This money is doled out to like Lockheed Martin and huge military industrial companies that provide our weapons and equipment. Not a lot of it goes to our troops or their families. You, I mean, no, I mean, seriously, you, dude. You would hope this would money, go it, to. this money goes to companies. That are enriching themselves, yeah. Because war is profitable, and I've I've had this argument too. It's like, well, still, I don't I don't care. I want to be safer than every other country. <laughs> but like you said, we are ten times better funded than than any of our enemies, or the, even the next. What was it, the next? Uh, the next country who's even clue who would be? Who do you think that would be? Maybe Great Britain. I believe it's China. Oh okay, China that makes sense. but yeah. so we're ten times ahead <laughs> of them in our technology if you look at the bar graph, in our, it's like u s and then China exactly and then it goes
1: like, I for the rest of them I
0: mean you can't tell me that we can't take care of our people more if that's I mean, that's we, what I'm saying and, and, that's what's and this is this this again, this military defense with a lot of times we don't what a lot of that money do do we use it to defend our our shoreline not very much. and I'm not speaking all of nine eleven, you know, but that's a rare occurrence. That shit's not going to happen. And like whether you want to, I mean, eventually, maybe, but right now, we are not going to see people storming our shores. You know what I mean? We're, most of our terrorism is going to be from domestic terrorists, the lights of the fucking lunatics that are shooting up schools been. and dumbasses like that. Yeah, as it has been for a while, which the FBI is a lot more focused on than all the bullshit you want them to be, like, you know, all, all the terrorists Muslims. in the Middle East. Yeah, exactly, the Muslims. All right. My God, dude, Just let them live in peace. But yeah. um, what I was getting at was the fact that th- this money, these, this money creates tools of death. We, why is our country spending more money to enrich corporations that create nothing but destruction and profit off of the destruction and death of other people when we can't even take care of our half a million homeless people? We can't feed children that are below the poverty line. Like it just again, I'm just appealing to humanity. And when you think about it from that viewpoint. Like, it, it, makes, it makes perfect sense. I don't understand why people just want to brush it off their shoulders and just be like, well, that's just the way it is. We, you know, like it doesn't need, have to be. These capitalists worked hard, or, you know, the military-industrial complex needs to keep us safe and stuff like that. It's just, no, again, the, the, it's the 1% grease and palms of legislators making sure they don't want to pay their taxes while the legislators are convincing us to vote for them based off fears that are a bunch of fucking bullshit, and all they're doing is enriching their pockets.
1: The financial system is built off of the uneducated and then the investors, and then the industrial investors, you know, institutional investors. Sure. And they need you to not invest because that would change their dynamic. Uh, and it's just the way, and that's why we're not taught. We're supposed to be taught. That's why sure. we live the life we live, and we just say, "Hey, it's status quo. This is the way it's going to be. It's the way it's always going to be. There's nothing you can do." And I still believe there really isn't much you can do, but manage your own finances. And vote. I
0: know it's sad. You know, but what do you? But, I mean, the system has gone this far. Wrong for so long. I mean, this, I mean, it really started to pick up pace in the 80s um, under Reaganomics, trickle down economics. I mean, literally, that just allowed so many of these corporations to just, you know, build up their fucking war chests and shit like that. The gold
1: standard. Yeah. You can see all the charts that monitored all kinds of financial bullshit was just kind of doing this for the longest time until uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Then everything went to shit because we started to be able to fractional reserve which is a whole nother thing but you know it just it, it when it was on the gold standard and your dollar had a either piece of paper dollar had a value connected to a bit of gold mm-hmm. that made sense yeah but at some point we decided well but we could say you know that dollar could mean more gold if you put it in these different avenues Sure. and that's when everything went to shit mm. and uh, you know now we're here but overall uh the trucker convoy which is how we began all this yeah is stupid And, um, the, uh, the oil prices, uh, is important and you should be paying attention to that, but don't look at your gas pump and put a sticker on there that says I did this, you know? Yeah.
0: Like that's not like common errors. Yeah. And you're
1: honestly wrong. And that's, and you look ridiculous. So, you know, like educate yourself on oil prices, who controls the oil, where it's coming from, why, if you want to argue this, if you don't want to argue with then don't talk about it. But if you do want to talk about it or post about it or do whatever you're going to do, make sure you understand what you're talking about.
0: And I mean, if, if you really think about it, if you want to maybe, I don't want to tell you you've been had again, but I mean, think about it. when you have When you have a president for four years that ignores science about clim- climate change, and like that's, that's what these corporations want. That's why a lot of these corporations with the big money and the big donors, especially the oil tycoons, are more conservative because all they care about is money. They don't care about they they want us fighting again over the little things like that. But when you have a president like Donald Trump for four years, who doesn't do anything like pulls us out of the Paris climate accords. Like that's all good for them. They're able to make record profits until COVID came along. And then at that point, once things start starting up again, they hike up profits even more supply was down. They're going to make record profits anyways. And that's why they did. Oh, so when you, so guy. when you think about it, like if they could have, they could have rise, they could have brought prices up during Trump's presidency, but they didn't because they want you to think that Trump is keeping gas prices down. They want you to vote for conservatives that don't believe in science and don't believe in this nonsense. So when Biden comes along, gas prices start going up all of a sudden, and you start blaming it on him. But really, this is they—they they want you to do that. They want you to blame Biden, but they they have the power to hike them up. Biden might have the—he might have the responsibility to bring them down as a president in his country, but you have to fight with Congress and all that other bullshit. The people that you know—who's got their hands in their fucking pockets? Yeah. I mean, if this, you it's as simple as that they want you to blame Biden, but the truth is that it's just not, this is all about oil companies raking in record profits yeah. and taking advantages off of us at the pump.
1: Presidents have like four to eight years. Okay. And the oil situation is rotating all around those four to eight years. Yes. They influence it in certain ways, but a lot of times the repercussions are happening during a president that didn't have anything to do with those repercussions. So I'm sure. You know, it's Democratic, what a president
0: can inherit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, Obama turned around the shit show that was our economy in 2008. And look at when
1: there were COVID lockdowns, you know, we had like $2 gas and the the cost of oil was negative. It cost more to store oil than to sell it Yeah, at at one point, not too long ago, two years ago. And now it's 140, maybe $160 if it gets crazy, a a barrel Yeah, Uh, that, you know, right there should show you how things can shift by geopolitical ideas has nothing to do with your president. Has nothing to do with the administration. The administration can try to like lessen the impacts as best as they can. And in my opinion, Biden's probably taking the right routes to do that as as best as he can. And I don't I don't even like Biden, yeah. but I know that
0: Trump wouldn't even understand. You know, he that wouldn't sanction Russian gasoline. oil either. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know the difference. And he would. He yeah. It's and it's good that he's sanctioning Russian oil, which we only get about what was seven eight percent of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's nothing. To sanction that is huge for uh, hurting Russia and less for hurting us. Yeah, you may see a little bit more on the pump, but imagine the kids in the children's hospital just got bombed by Putin and say, well, you know, I'll pay an extra dollar a gallon because it hurts the guy that's killing children.
0: And you know what? And this isn't—it's good and it's noble to do that, and and you should do that, you know, out of the goodness of your heart. But think about, like— Think about how easy it might be for you to just be like, you know, this is the right thing. I'm going to give a dollar or five dollars. You know what I mean? And think about these billionaires that like, I mean, they could do so much with their money. And again, you know, there's philanthropic organizations they work with. There's um, charities they work with and stuff. But I mean, there's they can do real good without even having to take a small little debt in their coffers. And they just don't do it. Little little things here and there are enough to keep him afloat, keep you happy with him, like, oh, you know, like whatever. Like Musk got Starlink out to Ukraine that didn't bug and last very long because it started getting hacked. Stuff like that, you know, and he donated yeah. a bunch of money to like to global hunger, which I mean we'll see. We'll see how that works. did he how shitload of crypto I think did he liquidate for that? Honestly, I don't know. But I'm um, sure
1: it's not a big hit and more or less more or, it's, or less it's, it's gonna not be a big tax hit for work him. for him, not actually. Exactly. exactly. And that was that was minutes.
0: the next thing I was gonna get was gonna get to was the tax write offs and all this stuff. But Again, it's, this isn't, and it's the same thing with inflation. Things are more expensive right now because, and I I hate to ever give this man credit, but the stimulus checks when COVID came, they needed to happen. When you print more money and put more money in people's pockets like that, trillions of dollars, prices are going to go up. You know what I mean? So if prices are going up, you might as well blame Donald Trump, okay? Because his administration enacted that, right? Yeah. You know, instead of just, and you know what? It was the right fucking thing to do because people were struggling. As much as I fucking hate that, man. I used it. But if you're going to, Yeah. But if you're going to bitch about inflation and things being more expensive right now, you got to start—I mean, Biden only had, like, one stimulus under his agenda, didn't he? And, and all the money yeah. that I got back for taxes what for the agenda. child tax credit and stuff, all the money that I got back in my current situation, which is a lot of people are in this situation because there's another problem in this country about maternity leave, we got a lot back from taxes, and we saved all of it because my wife— isn't getting compensated for maternity leave because this country doesn't believe in that shit. So we had to save a shitload of our money so we can pay our bills when my wife is at home dealing with a newborn and my fucking three, my, I love you, buddy, and my three year old, not my fucking three year old. <laughs> yeah. Well, the situation you know, and, was what you were bringing sure, in. Sure. And it's I mean, not like, right. None of that is none right. None of it is right. And again, it's just, it's all, all of these are huge examples of people having immense amounts of wealth. And in this country, in a capitalist country, they are oligarchs, whether you want to admit it or not, and that is where all the power comes from. This is basically the point of this whole drunken rambling of at least <laughs> mine. You're keeping it together really well. <laughs> well, thank you. But, but this is the point. Like, that, that is the common enemy, and again, I know you wish death upon these people. But Eat I the just, rich, I'm telling you. I just, you. Want, I just I want, I want struggles to be addressed as easily as they can be because that is the right thing to do. It just makes sense, and
1: you know there was a big move. There was a big move recently where we said that uh, Congress men and women could not own stocks anymore.
0: That's that's there insane, was, um, and that's who, perfect. That's there exactly was a, what the move um, I want to make. There was a conservative uh, Congress person that was um, wanted to have an open discussion on that as well. I don't remember who it was. But I think that's a, that's a huge place to start. I mean, that's that that would actually that would affect a lot. That would really really help things. It is. Again, it's, that's I don't, that's, a, that's a baby step and these are the things this country needs to exactly, do exactly because if if there's no if there's no financial interest in the legislation that that our our representatives are writing up and passing into law, then, I mean, what, what's to stop them from just being there to do the right thing then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're make creating as, legislation. You work for us, you fucking
1: turds. Make it okay? advantageous to be a congressman or congresswoman or a person in power for its philanthropic ideals. You know, not ideals, not um, the money. Are when, there any of it, them out there?
0: What do you mean? Are there, I mean, would, would you? are there any congressmen, senators, uh, yes. any of them that
1: you think are good people? I mean, you can all fight me on this and I'm ready in the comments, but it's the squad. AOC, Ilyan Omar, these people understand strife. They've lived it. They come up. They, they don't give a shit about it, yeah. money. They, they, you know, the moment AOC got into office, she started putting public everything she does, all what her health insurance is, what her shit is, which no congressperson had done before, just to be yeah. like, let me show you what I get for, for just doing the right thing. and that's Don't what be ashamed
0: be. to say that these people would hate you for that. I it's, mean, think about it. At least she's up there trying. I mean, if, if there's anybody in the history of politics in my generation that's been up there trying to fight for the little guy, it's AOC. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. And Ilyan Omar, you know, there's, there's a lot we could argue about her that I would love to, but uh, she's fantastic. And she's always fighting for, you know, uh, the little guy. And she's, and this is what these people are doing. I wish I could remember the other squad members' names, and I
0: just can't. Priscilla. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of Fetterman real quick while we got Oh, I love him. I like yeah, John yeah, he's Fetterman. Any new Pennsylvania guys, he's our uh, Lieutenant Governor. Yeah. He, um he's a real guy. He, he gets it. He is a real dude. He does get it. And I think that and that's why I kind of asked you because I do have a lot of I like he, I will absolutely be voting for him for the Senate seat. Sure. And I could I <laughs> I would love to see him as president someday. Um that man, he has Braddock PA was where he was the mayor. He won by one vote. Just a quick story wow. on. Wow. He has the zip code tattooed on his left arm and every murder that took place during his tenure as mayor, he has the date on his arm to remind him of that. To, wow. to what, you know what I mean? And it, he, loved, he loves where he's from. He's small town. And I mean, the dude, the dude was, it was awesome. He was hanging pride flags outside of his office. Like he cares about people. Okay, he cares about he human did, beings. I guarantee
1: you, if we look back at his life in 10 years, that you won't see millions of dollars in his coffers, although it would juxtapose to his uh, pay scale. And be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He will have the same amount of money that makes sense that he should have, if not less, because he spent it. You know, you look at Mitch McConnell's coffers, millions and millions of dollars, and yet he makes a hundred and some dollars a year. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. I wonder how that works. Oh, no, I
0: don't. <laughs> it's all yeah. obvious. So, and you know, it's but- all obvious. Not, it's not just the book sales people. No, <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but either way, we're running long, and I love it. I'm all about it. Yeah,
0: this was a good one. Yeah. We'll see you in a few weeks, though. Um, yeah, we're going to go three, back to yes. our three week to our three week thing. Um, just a little heads up. I know we were talking about this privately, but I don't know if anybody would inter- be really interested. I'm interested in, in this. Um, the, but the five extinction levels. Remember, oh. I was telling you about that, or the five extinction events. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Go on. Might talk about that at some point. All right. I like it. Maybe next. It's time. It's cool, man. It's a lot more interesting than you might think. Maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe not. We'll see. I don't know. I'll say yeah. <laughs> This has been uh, episode quattro. Quattro for our Spanish listeners. Yes, of... The Slayers of Boredom Podcast.